you know, the, the camaraderie in the dressing rooms just being great in there. And that's what we're trying to build now, I think, for our supporters, and I understand all the disappointment. That was great to come back from one down at all. You know, when I've questioned sometimes, are we soft? Have we got resilience and all of the above? I think you've seen the character of the squad today and great credit to the players and the supporters. my friends and welcome to the flagship podcast from talking town and beware big opinions are incoming it is of course sunday the 26th day of september uh sorry that was my whatsapp pinging if you heard that and town fans are split it seems following yesterday's 1-1 draw with sheffield wednesday that was manager paul cook at the top of the show following yesterday's game uh but first let's get some live comments from the chat, of course, this is the show that gives you the chance to have your say. There'll be a link incoming. I think I've already posted it on Twitter for the eagle-eyed ones among you. Uh, but that'll be incoming. We'll try and get as many as we can. But, you know, obviously, we can't get everybody in. So there is, of course, tomorrow night's Talking Town Extra Time. The show is designed to give uh, more people a, a say. That if you can't go on today, you can get on tomorrow's show. Guarantee. We've got Colin Plum. Good point. Good, good point yesterday. But could, have, but could and should have been all three. We were the better side, no doubt about it. Afternoon, Lee Brown's in the room, Matt Stannard's in the room. Yes, Matt, a new watch would be lovely. However, it wasn't my fault we were late today. The other half is not well, and the world must stop when she is not well. Matt Bond, uh, sorry, Matt Stannard, still loving Bond's cheek. That's what you get for dicking about. As for Harper, 100% if he had passed, the flag would have gone quicker than you could say Peacock Farrell. Although, to be fair, Harper had two or three options. He had Chaplin, he had Piggott, and he had Bond. Or he had a chance to have a shot. John thought great full time show yesterday. Lots of different opinions. Unlike Radio Suffolk, just one caller. And a ridiculous neg- ridiculously negative Mick Mills. You know, I'm not going to diss Nick Mick Mills. He's an absolute legend. So it's not my place to do that. He probably knows more about football uh, than I will ever know in my lifetime if I lived it twice. Who would be my, who would be my goat this week? Well, fair enough. John, Sarah Davis, winner of our competition. I'd see you yesterday, Sarah. Hope you both got back. To Dagenham, all well. We've got Leighton Durant first game of the season for me next Saturday. Can't wait. Hopefully, you'll see a win. Michael Finch, although it was on an okay performance yesterday, I must say Wednesday were piss poor. The worst team I've seen at Portman Road so far. Right. Now, let's remind everyone, you can, you can of course, catch Talking Town podcasts on, believe it or not, podcast platform. Funny, that, isn't it? But yes, wherever you get your podcasts, just search Talking Town ITFC. And I have to say a huge thank you and hello 
to hundreds of new listeners who have found us on our audio platforms. Um, hundreds of you. So hello and thank you for watching us and choosing Talking Town. If you get value from what we do, please uh, leave a five-star review. If you're watching live or watching on Catch Up, please don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you are getting value from this show, and if we make you smile at any point, which I'm sure we will, please do hit that like button. Uh, by now, you all know who I am, but in case you are new here and have forgotten, had a bang on the head, I'm, of course, your host for today's show, The Governor. Uh, I'm the man who flips the button, twiddles the knobs. Uh, wasn't meant to be here today. Kate Roy was meant to be sat, sat in this chair hosting, so I hope Kate gets well soon. Um, but you are the loyal and amazing ITFC fan base uh, that Cookie couldn't speak highly enough of yesterday. If you've heard Cookie's interviews, you would have heard... He's, uh, he's mentioned you a couple of times. You're absolutely fantastic. And I have to say, myself, as a man who has criticised the noise from Portman Road, I have to say, yesterday, you lot were absolutely, at times, phenomenal. You blew, um, you blew Wednesday away at times, and, and it was a real rocking Portman Road, and it felt like a real old-school big tie. I loved it. Um, I have to, From where I was sat in the Cockwell stand, it sounded really... Uh, really good. Uh, but I must take the time, first of all, to thank my wonderful friends. They're on the screen now. These, of course, the TT Ultras, the fifth stand TT Ultras. Uh, what does it mean? Quite simply, these are the people who make talking town. I may sit here, fill the buttons, and of course, you may see wonderful contributors with their big opinions. But without these people, um, we cannot do what we do. And we certainly could not be an FCA finalist because they keep the lights on and keep us growing and investing in our tech and many others of the platform. Uh, if you, like these friends of mine, get value from Talking Town, then please head over to our Ko-Fi and, of course, uh, subscribe and set up a payment starting from £5 a month, 5 10 whatever you may be. You are in full control of that payment. You can cancel it any time uh, to just like our shows. We put you in full uh, control. Uh, but it really does allow us to grow and keep growing. And maybe I might buy some umbrellas and some branding on. So when it starts pissing down with rain on a match day, <laughs> we've got branded umbrellas. Right. I'm going to start with this man today because last night was a big fight. I know he's a big boxing fan. I've got doubts about the, 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 the all-Brit tie happening now. He seems to think it will carry on. It is, of course, our media mogul. you phillips how you doing matt you're right how are we doing you okay doing very well well now i bottled it i bottled it i made a bullet point for an intro for you and it said oh. and i bottled it but i'm gonna i'm gonna be brave now you're here and it says um joining me are two big opinions passionate contributors but let's start with a man whose opinions stand up taller than he does <laughs> very good yeah <laughs> and i bottled it at the last moment <laughs> uh how are you matt obviously a big fight last yeah. night you sick took uh aj to school yeah uh, aj got dismissed i don't mm -hmm. think it's gonna happen now fury aj and if it does it will be way past fury's best that's what i think mm, maybe i mean we did say what was the shout last week or the week before i said stick a tenner on seven to one for an u6 stoppage nearly happened didn't it in the 12th mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah u6 mm -hmm. good man i mean like he's everyone thinks he's tiny six foot three for crying out loud that's taller than yeah. 
that's taller and he weighs heavier than Muhammad Ali ever did at heavyweight. So, yeah, it kind of panned out. And I think AJ would take the rematch. This is the problem when you've got these big fights now. Everyone keeps getting tied into rematches. You got How's gold. he going to beat him? He ain't going to beat him in the rematch, is he? Because he goes out and tries to blow no. him away with power. He's going to get... Well, me and Rich, we were chatting earlier. Me and Rich were saying, for whatever reason, AJ decided to try and box the boxer. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes wonder if AJ sort of, he's always, because he's always into learning. You know, he came, he came into the game quite raw and he's always learning. And I sometimes think he just wants to match minds with the best. And probably that wasn't using the attributes that he should have just held the mm. ring and fired his right hand out and used his size and used his extra weight advantage. Like, well, like Fury did to Wilder in the second fight. Um, but Do you think yeah, it's, I mean, uh surrounding himself with too many voices because it seemed to be at times he had too many game plans like he was going from one game plan in one round to another yeah. back to another it just seemed to be like this way you sink bamboos as you know with the footwork and all that kind of thing i'm, I'm really look as a boxing periods i'm really pleased he's sick one i really like joshua as well and I've, we saw last week i've met him and had my picture with him yeah. he's a really nice guy really great guy but as a boxing period i love you just because you know it's just a, he makes it into an art form of science brilliant to absolutely watch. Uh, well, yeah, no, he truly does. Uh, mm. Obviously, we're hoping Cook at the top of the show there. Uh, we've got another clip from Cook, and then we're going to bring in your tag team partner. It's a great game. It's a genuinely good game. I thought it was two really good teams. Um, from our point of view, the solidity of our team looks a lot better than the early games. Uh, probably felt... Sheffield probably had more possession first half, but we certainly had the better chances. Um, and second half, I thought we were excellent. I thought we just kept knocking at the door. Uh, we wanted to be patient with our play. You know, probably got to a stage where it looked like we mightn't score. But we've got quality in the club now. You know, we've got goals. Connor Chaplin comes off the bench. Joe Piggy, you know, having a great effect. Akeem Harper again, who has a big moment in, in stopping start. And it was just great for the stadium. Fantastic crowds, really good clubs, big, strong clubs. You're having a right good go with each other. Chef Wedge's support was brilliant. Ipswich's support was fantastic. And probably both managers go home OK. I love it. Up down up down more solid we looked good we gave it a really good go all positives from cookie mm. uh this man tweeted out last night didn't deserve to win it didn't deserve to lose it uh if you can pull his eyes away from the golf he is of course your tag team partner in the mogul he is from parts unknown his opinions weigh well over a ton he is of <laughs> course hard truths richard cruncher moss Welcome in, Mr. Moss. Hi, Rich. How are we all doing? Good, 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 good. Not too safe. We'll, we'll, we'll park that. That's for uh, that's for the dentist's problem tomorrow morning, first thing. But um, yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. You, your opinion is way over done. His stand's taller than he is. This is going to be a really good show. I'm looking. Oh, the the golf can get in the bin. The golf can get in the bin because the Yanks are absolutely <laughs> handy down their arse to us, aren't they? I know. Absolutely. What's the score? Eleven five, Matt. They need three and a half points oh, today no. from the singles. I didn't watch none of the golf last night. I watched the boxing and I was talking to Matt off, off um, before we come on air. And it was it was weird, wasn't it? Joshua, the weight advantage he's got, the height advantage he's got. Why did he not just turn it into a brawl, Matt? You know, he just... Yeah. He was yeah, yeah. four yeah. rounds. He would have been... Over, he would have been spot, first four rounds. Simon, uh, Simon, well, when the chat was there last night. Shout out, Simon. Was he? Was yeah. he? 
Oh, nice. Nice, yeah, uh, good one. Looks great. I, I, it's unbelievable for those kind of events, isn't it? I've always been with to get you here. Joshua was, has always been a hard job for me. Always. Dylan White showed uh, Joshua up for me when he rocked him in one of the middle rounds. Yes. That Second was, round. was on 5-5. Yeah. Dylan White, he yeah. actually said, why did he not just... Because if I, he said if I was in there, I'd, I'd get knocked out or knock him out. Oh, and that's Dylan. Yeah. that's what he's got to do. In the, when, when the rematch comes, he's just got to go in there and have a go. If he gets knocked out, he gets knocked out. But he's always yeah. got a puncher's chance, hasn't he? But last yeah. night... He, he didn't seem to have anything behind his punches, Matt. His yeah. jab wasn't working. But it was a great performance for Musik. He was it fantastic. Was. However, he's gone from cruiserweight undisputed champion to undisputed heavyweight now. Only the third. We are a, third ever. Yeah. Yes. We are, of course, talking town. So let's move on to town. We've heard from Cook twice there. Um, lots of uh, opinion in the chat. One really negative one in the chat as well. Not naming any names. Um but have you seen David Attenborough's commentary on our goal from yesterday? <laughs> is that training? This? What is this? <laughs> no, I have not. Send it's that on to Twitter. me on DM. It's That's on Twitter. Twitter. I've not I've seen just, that. I've just on there. I've not actually listened to it yet, but I've seen some. Paulie Bond prowling, I reckon it is. But something like that, yeah. This, this is a game that has really split the fan base. Really split the fan it base. Is, yeah. And uh, I mean, even, even amongst ourselves, I think we're going to be a bit split here because Crunchy, you will start with yourself. You tweeted out last night, didn't do enough to win it, didn't do enough to lose it, draw probably fair. Let's start with yourself, first of all. How did you see yesterday's game? And I'll come to you, Matt. Actually, and if you look at that, the goal we scored as well, that ball was out of play. When the keepers caught it, Bonds hooked it back in. I've, I've seen the angle this morning. It, it looks well out of play, so it probably right. should have been a goal kick. But, um, if you go on chances, look, I know we were sort of wasteful, weren't we? Bond, the chance he had early on, he's got way too much time. And he's just, he's caught in about three minds, isn't he? He doesn't know what to do. Does he chip him? Does he hit it? Should have put his laces through it, shouldn't he, really? Come too early a little bit, in it? In the sense of his um, first... It's, it's the and then first he had a couple, couple of second minutes. half. He had a left-footed one, didn't he, down... Uh, mm-hmm. on the left-hand side of the box. The, the other one, I see that this morning. That was a lovely bit of play. The one where it starts with Burgess, it goes out to Fraser, plays it to Penny. Lovely little ball into Carroll, who does a little flick around the corner. Lovely play by Fraser, and he's took a touch. Really good defending. Um, and that that sort of gives me hope. When I see passages of play like that, guys, we haven't seen that for a long while down at town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just about putting it together more during the game. And look, Wednesday... They didn't offer a lot going forward, but they, they defended well. You know, it was it was pretty similar, I would have thought, to our performance at Lincoln last Saturday. Okay. Matt, how yeah. did you see the game? Yeah, the game was really split. And I, you know, I came out of the stadium thinking, you know, we didn't, well, I, I, I thought it was going to take something special to get back into the game. And it did in the end, didn't it? Took, took a little bit of creative thinking to get us back in. But I remember coming over to the Alfred Ramsey statue to see everyone. I'm thinking, you know, oh, well, you know, we didn't really, same as Rich, probably didn't deserve to win it, didn't deserve to lose it. And Colin was like, we deserve to win that game 100%. And maybe you saying that as well, Mike. So it was interesting to see how, you know, even in that small moment, we could see how split maybe the fan base was on a bigger mm. level. But um, it would have been harsh to lose that game. And as as we were saying in the post-game show yesterday, you know, you don't want to be getting into this kind of fashion of winning a game like we did at Lincoln and then going back to Portland Road and losing. Because yes. we're only going to climb this table if we start slowly having points in every game aren't we and you know Tuesday mm. is a great option to to build again and you've suddenly got seven points from three games and suddenly you're in, you're in promotion form two points a game if yeah. um it would have been harsh to lose but you know Sheffield Wednesday would have been a championship team still if they'd been docked 12 points so they, yes. come, good, they come they come down with a good pedigree 
Barry Bannon in the middle, 30 caps also for Scotland. Good player, pulls the strings, as the Sheffield Wednesday guys told us earlier in the week last yes. week. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably a good point in all honesty. Probably yeah. I thought, you I, I, well. I thought Bannon yeah. didn't... He, I, I yeah. did say to you, mine. I think um, off the show Friday, you know who reminds me of, Matt? Barry Bannon for them. When um, James was on from Wednesday on Thursday, he was on yeah. from Wednesday on Thursday, if that makes sense. <laughs> but um, he said he tries to do everything. And he reminds me of Alan Judge when he was at town. He's everywhere, probably yeah. everywhere where he shouldn't be. And where he mm. should be, he's not there enough. And yeah. I, I thought he, yeah. he was in and out of the game yesterday. I, I didn't think he was that good, to be quite honest. No. He's a good player. I, I do rate him. I picked yeah. up a knock, didn't he? Picked up a knock and yeah. went off. Got a few comments, Stuart Darnell. Nice to see you both yesterday, Stuart. Yeah, One took two good. touches and all three of chances. He's odd. He's in good form. Colin Plum couldn't, should have scored at least three. Uh, Mike the Fisherman, if and buts, don't win games. Neither does maybes. Five minutes, great play. Four to five times, no miss, don't win games. We were the better... This is where I stand on it. We were the better team from the first minute to the last minute. We controlled the game. I can't honestly sit here today and remember too many times Haladkeem had any saves to make. Yeah. Other than the goal, in fact, I don't think he made a save in the game. I, I, from, from a clear-cut chance, whereas I can list you a number. We had Burns' offside goal, which wasn't offside in my opinion. You've got Bond three or four chances. We had yeah. Harper right at the death. But did their goal, did we really test their goalkeeper? More than they tested our goalkeeper, yeah. And he, he had one save from Bond, Martin, and that was it. He had two saves from Bond. Yeah, the but they weren't half, exactly... Bond hit it straight out. No, but you're still you putting it... You're still on target. Well, I don't know about This is the trouble with us at the minute. We're one, one win in eight games, right? And we've played some quite good football in seven of them games. We'll take, take the Bolton game out. Mm. But we make mistakes at both ends. Yesterday, we cut them out defensively. But when you get them chances, and to start climbing this table, we've got to be a lot more ruthless. We have yeah, to be oh, ruthless. Absolutely. And I, I know Bond done really well at the end there. I don't know how you've made him man in the match, Martin, on the Talking Town thing. That is an absolute joke. Bond's not man in the match. No way. You do know how majority vote works, right? Like, what are you giving you take... him man in the match for? A bit of quick thinking? I yeah. Think miss... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. Well, who was man in yeah. the match for you then? Who was making man in the match? Who stood out? Who, um, who, who, who put in a performance that got us that draw? I'm not giving him man in the match on just one thing like that. Really? No, I thought Burgess was probably the was our best If I was looking what? at the game overall... Bond had a stinker. He missed, you're saying he missed three good chances. How can you give someone a man in a match when he doesn't Great. score a goal? He thought out he thought out he thought outside the box. That was oh, I, get that. I get that. We'd have lost the game otherwise. The game was lost yeah. had he not done that. And then it would have been but, down to him because he missed a handful of chances, but in the end yeah, he redeemed himself. Yeah. But you could also say he's got himself into those positions Burgess, to miss I do those agree chances. I thought Burgess well, watch that goal. There's a different angle, man, when you see it from um I think it's Kings of Anglia, the, from the side of yeah, the goal. That, yeah. They yeah, have yeah. done the Cardinal sin, sin, all their defenders. You look at all their defenders, what do they yeah. all do? Turn so their back back. on the ball. <laughs> yeah. And none yeah, of well, them are looking... Yeah, I agree with you. Bond, Bond is, he is awake. And I know Bond's done well, but I think you've also got to give Scott Fraser a lot of credit there because when he's played that ball back to him, he could have easily lashed out a goal. Yeah. But yeah. he's done what Harper didn't do. And he's made... He took the right option, hasn't he? Mm, mm. Well, yeah, he has. But that's Scott Fraser to a T. He, he yeah. sees the game in a different way he to everybody else. He had a poor game yesterday, mine. I thought he was... I thought... He's one of them players... He's, he's going to... I think he'll divide opinion. Because he's not the quickest. He's still being shoved out wide. 
but he mm. still, even though he plays wide, he still gets in them little pockets where I want to see him more. You know, I want to mm. see him in the 10. And I still think the number 10 role in our team at the minute, in the game so far, no one has really grabbed uh, that shirt and said, look, I play here all the time. And it's not his no. fault all the time because he's the one who seems no. to, they're trying to well, It's going to be Selena, isn't it? It's going to be Selena from this point on. I'd have this Selena on, out on the left yeah. and I'd have Fraser gonna... in the 10. Well, I, I, well, you may see when Edwards is fit again, Burns drop out. I mean, Burns, if you look at the front three, Burns is, is good, but he's, he's the weakest He's the weakest point of the three for me in terms of quality and reading the game. And, really? he's, and he's, Yeah, I mean, that, that ball Selena put through to him, you've, you've, I mean, that's got to do better with that. You've Who'd got you say? to do... Who'd you say? Where's Burns? Yeah. He's been, excellent, though. he's been excellent this season. He's been great, but is he better than Carl Edwards? No, no, he's not. No, 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 no. Is he better than Selena? No, he's not. Is he better than Fraser? No, he's not. Stability, availability. Carl Edwards isn't fit. Well, no, but he is supposed to be coming back. We've got an injury click coming up from... Um, yeah, but he's played, he's played two or three games. and we're, It's the second coming of Messi with Carl Edwards, as far as our fans are concerned. And he hasn't really... He's done a lot of running. Has he created any goals yet? Has he scored any goals yet? No. Let's not get no. carried away with... Putting weight on these young, you 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 put weight on Harper after five minutes of a preseason friendly against Bristol Palace. You said he's going to be player of the year. I did, I did, I did. I'm a I'm a Ipswich Town fan that drinks Kool Aid. Every single player when he's players is Kool Aid. I mean, I mean, if, if we're not going to put pressure on their shoulders and talk about them, we might as well just you know end the broadcast now, so to speak, because this is what you do as a fan. You do put expectations oh, yeah, on I'll, their shoulders. I'll do get that. I'll so do when get Selena that. slips in burns, I want either a shot. Or much better than what he ended up doing because I thought Selena was poor. I thought Selena was poor yesterday. Yeah, he's still struggling to get into games. Why? What regard? Because who's now? Now who's putting pressure on shoulders? Because he's coming back from a a major illness. Yeah, and I felt yesterday at times he showed he was reading. He was reading. You know. A, a novel and the rest were, were, play, were playing dot to dot. I think sometimes he was trying too hard. He was trying too hard, Martin. I think yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah patience, yeah, yeah. patience is needed with him, isn't it? Football doesn't have a lot of patience, especially our fan base. I think patience is needed across the the whole team. Yeah. This is it. This yeah. is it. But <laughs> I just changed your manager the other week, Martin. Have you changed your tune now? No, absolutely. Well, no, of course not. Well, but we've now won and drawn, so we've 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 not lost in two. Uh, but the fact that I was probably sacking the manager a couple of in fact, well, in fact, I was two weeks ago, a week ago, uh, yeah, two mm-hmm. weeks ago now, and I'm still sitting here saying yesterday, arrow pointing up, played really well, didn't deserve yeah. to lose, looked good because I'm not like some people, I don't have to double down on my opinion because now I'm in that sort of rabbit hole of well, I've said he's got to be mm-hmm. sacked, so I will try to look at every single negative. It, well, it's a thing, remember, I was talking about expectation. Is our spe- expectation as a fan base, a collective fan base for that team and Cook's team, the new team he's put together, is that too much in the first season? I mean, what are we all expecting? To be champions? Well, I said to Mike, I spoke to Mike Brown this morning six. and I said, this might take two years. Yeah. I know we all want to get out of this league. I get that. Yeah. Everyone hates yeah. going yeah. to places like Morecambe and Accrington. All due respect to them. We don't want to be going there. And you look at that yeah. game yesterday. That's a championship game every single day of the week. Well, yeah. I see that game in the Premier League, Matt. <laughs> you know, I see Sheffield Wednesday Town in the Premier League, and that's where we want yeah. to go. Yes. But if it takes a little bit of time, but then, like you just said, no one's got any patience. They want everything done yesterday. I but think the owners will have two years of patience unless you finish inside the playoffs no, in the first just, year. Yeah, I'd get that. I, I would just remember sitting at half time thinking, is, is it just too much what we were putting in terms of expectation to get promoted this season? 
because we've all got carried away with the wave of the Americans coming in, the 19 signings, mm. Ashton coming in. All great stuff that we've not seen at all <laughs> in the Evans era, dating back to 07 or when it was. I just wonder if we just, you know, we've got to just bed in this season. In next season is when maybe we can push on a little bit. Maybe not. There's a lot of games still to go. We can still climb up the table. Well, then, Cook, then Cook might not get next season. This is when I well, spoke to exactly. my boss the other yeah. Saturday. He said the next manager might be the one who benefits more than Cook does. And he, he could be well right there, I think. Yeah, well, as Martin said before, whatever happens, we're going in. We're going up in an upward curve. It might not be going up this yeah, season, absolutely. but the club's yeah. on the up, isn't it? And it doesn't matter really. Yeah. Does it really matter who the manager's going to be? Not, look, not I, don't, I don't want him to go, but I, I do get what you're saying about say teams like Watford, a bit like Leeds. You know, you have got... to realise when it's not working and when it's not working. But he seems yeah. to, to now touch wood sort of turn that corner. But if you're both, if we just pick up on that point there before we, we go back to the game. If you're both saying, right, it might not happen this year, it could be next year. What is your what is your level for this year then? Because I think if the owners have that same perspective, they're going to want a top six finish this year and whatever happens in the top six happens. And if we don't go up, fine, it's top six, then yeah. we'll go again. If it's not a top six finish, I believe, it's not, I've not spoken to the owners, I don't know this for sure, but I think they'll look at it as a failure, bye-bye Cook, and then we'll go again. Where yeah, are you I, I, on it in terms of, okay, not this year, but where, what, what is this year then? I do agree with you. I think it's playoffs it is a minimum, isn't it? You don't know what happens when you get in the playoffs. But if you look at the table at the minute, and I know it's early, it's only eight games, but you're looking at teams like Wigan and Sunderland, and they're already 12 points clear of us, aren't they? Mm. And we're still misfiring a little bit. And and there is, look, there is progress. I, I think there's progress watching us. But it's all about putting points on the board now because mm. you look at Doncaster Tuesday, they've not got a point away from home. Then you go to Accrington, you've got Shrewsbury, you've got Cambridge. If you've real got, really got aspirations of climbing this table, you need to be putting wins on the board now. Because we, we, I think we all said, look at the start we had. We had Cheltenham, we had Morecambe, AFC Wimbledon. We, we really should, well, we, we thought all thought we were going to be getting a lot more points from them games, didn't we? So, But I think now you, you can't keep saying... Yeah, it's still gelling, it's taking time. Because well, before you know two. it, you've played, you played 15 games. And, and you need yeah, you're points. Two point, you're two games away from, from that 10-game mark. You need to really play, you know, see where you are after Akron. And then I said to somebody today, it's, it's 10 games and then it's 15 games. You know, you can't look at every single, after every single game because you have to, you're, you're going around in circles. Because that's, that's the nature of this division. 12 points seems a lot and it seems a lot. But trust me, we were flying high with Lambert with loads of points in the bank. We all thought, yeah. bloody hell, by, by November, it'll be signed, sealed, delivered. Stevie wondered. Instead, what happened was we fell off. And before you know it, you can quickly fall off in this division. And could you play on Saturday, Tuesday, like Saturday? Bang. It happened so quickly. Two sides of the same coin, isn't it? as Matt Stanis just said there. Look, next three games has to be nine points. And that's quite doable. Yeah. In Doncaster, Accrington, and then was it Shrewsbury after that? Yeah, mm-hmm. and very quickly you can climb the table. Yeah, but also as, as you say, Mike, and, and you said, Rich, you know, you looked at the start of the season, and a lot of people thought we'll get you know nine, twelve points off the first three, four games, and it hasn't happened. So, you know, Harry Hindsight, best football pundit in the world. <laughs> he is. Um, well, I was going to point, I just completely evaporated out of my mind. So we'll get a few comments. Glenn Curtis, lots of ifs if they managed to win. Glenn Curtis again. Tuesday, this is it. Convincing win. Others, I think it might be done. Tuesday, I think maybe you two can. 
pick up on it. Um, I think will actually be the true barometer of how today, how yesterday is viewed. If you win Tuesday, suddenly seven points yeah. is looking really good. It's been a great yeah. week. You've not yes. lost since Lincoln. Great. If you don't, if you get five points or less Tuesday, then it's yesterday was a bad, bad two points dropped. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's, you're looking at the bigger picture the whole time of it, aren't you? Yeah, I think you've got uh, to. There's one game yeah. per game. First snapshot, yeah, you'll agree. be forever chasing the towel. Yeah, no, I do I do agree. We have, we have got a run of games here where we can quickly climb the table. And that's the beauty of League One, isn't it, Rich? You know, you you are playing Tuesday, Saturday, and we might a week ago have been behind. Suddenly you've accelerated up three, four, five. Yeah. Three wins. Table. Three wins in a week, and you yeah. shoot right up, don't you? Yeah. But then if you don't win in three in a week, it goes the other way, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Yeah. You got to see, well, you've got to give... I just know Tuesday. Look, you said, Martin, the crowd were really good yesterday. I think, look, I thought the away support were fantastic. It was lovely to have like a, a big following yeah. from a team. We, we get yeah. there Tuesday. Contrast are only going to bring what? Probably 300, 400. Uh, you've got to be patient yeah. Tuesday because you'll know what it'll be. It, I reckon it'll be quite edgy Tuesday. If you get 25, 30 minutes in, we're not playing well. Mm. I think the crowd will get, get a bit, bit. They didn't yesterday. I think we just need to stick with them. And Mike Brown's there, too, so he'll be negative anyway. Well, absolutely. I'll be dropping a link very soon. Let's let's first have um, let's have Burns's offside, and then we'll get Wednesday's goal, and we'll, we'll rejoin it after that. So this is the Burns offside chance. Offside for you? Not offside for you? Where are you both at? It, it, maybe, it does look tight. Maybe just off. Maybe it was the right call. But I'm not giving the match officials too much kudos. Oh, it <laughs> it's in me off that guy. It all started that free kick on the edge of the day, didn't it? That he didn't give. And it was just like crazy. The one, the one what everyone gets annoyed about is you don't get the consistency at this level, do you? No. When you see the big tournaments, your World Cups, your Euros, everyone goes, oh, the officiating's been really good. And they've used VAR in a really good way. It's because they're really consistent with it and they're all top level. And these are good, you know, these guys we see week in, week out in, in Football League, you know, top-notch referees. I wouldn't be there otherwise. But for whatever reason, that level of consistency, it's just, it's just not there. And it's so I frustrating. Was, there was three times, mate, in that first half. I thought, mate, he was trying to exchange shirts with Bond. He was literally yeah. trying I, to exchange shirts with yeah, yeah I, it was Olfer and Hutchinson, wasn't it, with the two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, it was poor, wasn't it? The, and it, and you know, the the two, you know, debatable, weren't they? The free kicks that they eventually scored from, because there was one on your side, Mark, and then one over on mine, and eventually they, you know, they scored off yes. one of these balls. It was just, it's just frustrating when it's not consistent. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I did think that referee at times was just if your classic referee, where he he would allow team to kick shit out of each other. But if you took the free kick five yards too far <laughs> either side, he was yeah. going to stop one there, I think, three times, didn't he? Three yeah. times he made it. It's yeah. like you're arguing over about two yards. <laughs> Are you that kind of referee? What you say about like, consistency? We, we went to Lincoln last Saturday, Matt, and we were in the corner where the lino was. And right near the end of play, the lino let this Lincoln left back take a throw. I think I spoke to you on the way home. He was 10 yards up the pitch. And you're thinking, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's weird, weird, isn't it? Right, we've got the Wednesday goal. Here it is. 
nice finish, but I think the goalkeeper's got to do better. In, uh, Thierry Henry esque, wasn't he? Like, like he's from no power. Did you say the goalkeeper's got to do better? Uh, I think. My position's all wrong. This is the no, top corner. All wrong. No, no. Is it now? I'm not having that. I'm not having Did that. Did you hear me? Talk to the goalkeepers. And I know the chat's getting really restless for this link. It's coming, I promise you. But talking to goalkeepers, did you hear, did you hear the cruncher in training yesterday, the young lad on the on the pregame show, where he said... What did uh, he say? Seen a little bit of it. Haladki <laughs> needs to get out of the club and get in the bin. And then he said, Hoey's the be- Hoey should be number one. He's the best keeper we've got. Because you wouldn't lob him. And I, I saw, when it got in, I thought of him and I thought he's spot on. But I actually said to him on the show, you're a country in training, you. <laughs> you, you, I love it, young guy, but big opinions, and you got to love it. Was a good, it was yeah. a good, like, it was a good, it was a good finish. It was on Riesk, wasn't it? He's placed it rather than put any pen, no power in that whatsoever, is it? Just no, looped over, didn't it? Loops, loops. Yeah, no, we don't do enough. It was, it was a short free kick. We don't do yeah. enough to step up, uh, and maybe that's a position where Morsi would be where he's going to stamp that out and put his authority because Tom Carroll gets lost a little bit um, and then the guy just creeps in behind him. Oh, right, like. Link is oh, now like. in the Sheffield Wednesday's kit. And we, I like that because me and Richard yeah. are pink advocates of pink and black for town, won't we? Yeah. I love, I love a pink shirt. You know, I've got a collar shirt, but not, not in a kit, not in a kit. Right, links down in the chat. Uh, we'll get three to four people on the show. So first three to four people in the chat or in the VIP area gets on. Uh, one thing that will never let you down because you can go contactless now. Is Ipswich Buses, your local bus company serving your football team. Buses run every ten minutes. Avoid the traffic. Don't get stuck in the delay. Get Ipswich Buses today. A single £1.20, a return only £2. Find out more information at www.ipswichbuses.co.uk. Ipswich Buses, proud to partner with Talking Town. Disclaimer, if they do let you down, it ain't my fault. Right, um, <laughs> talking of traffic, did you see Portman Road yesterday? While we were Horrendous. Doing I was talking to the boys going home and I said, if we mm. ever get in the Premier League, we're going to be marooned here for about three hours after it. We had 20,000, well... What was it? Eighteen hundred for Wednesday, so just over, just under twenty thousand. Yeah. What was going on? I think I left the car park just after six, five past six, and got in just after seven. So it took me about an hour. But yeah, yeah, it was it was absolute scenes there, wasn't it? Why did it close? Most of them were stuck in the traffic. Most yes. of them were stuck in it. Yes, he was. Although <laughs> Colin didn't go over this time and knock on his door, you know. But you know, since since Colin's had that word with the ladgy. He's played really well. Yeah. Colin is 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 the goat at whispering into people's ears and making them perform better. He really yeah. is. But I was going to say, I don't know why the council have closed off Portman Road for. Like, why why have you made it impossible? Uh, an impossible mm-hmm. road network already <laughs> more impossible. Like, like it's more difficult. Because yeah. not if they closed off Portman Road, they've closed off the road that would go from the road adjoining to Portman Road to the back of the cinema. Because what I would used to do was come out of the car park turn left, come down the side of KFC and you've missed out the, the traffic lights for the, the runway system. Yeah. Right, you yeah. join it, you join it and boom, you're on your way. You can't do that now. <laughs> what, what are you doing? What are you doing anyway? They're trying to travel um, by train. <laughs> if they're working. Which they weren't from Essex yesterday. <laughs> go buy Ipswich buses, my friends. Contact yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. They're now available. Yeah. Uh, and you can enjoy a few wayday beers. I had one last night actually. That was, that was a boncho. That was a boncho. I've changed my medication. It was a bit risky. It was going to go one way or the other. I've uh, got one I've not had yet in the fridge. The, Pao, the Paolo one. It's a good one, that one. I've had that, that one. It looks, it, it's 5% plus, I think. 
Love yeah. to rest myself on that one. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are they are a lovely drop. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll drop Josh's um link in the chat. If you want to go there, head to awaydaybeer.com and pick up yourself some beers because they are worthwhile. They really are. Uh, and I'll tell you a man who might need a few beers just to chill him the fuck out. It's the fisherman. I mean, the guy literally... Hang on, hang on. This this man said to me this morning, I'm not coming on the show today. He said, I'm not coming on the show. And there he is. Well, we've all said things crunch about on shows and not happening that we all regret afterwards, don't we? So here he is. Here he is. Mike, the fisherman brown. Mike, before you start, I want to tell you something. How many times do you see two big teams in the division, be it Wednesday, Ipswich... Uh, West Brom, Fulham in the Championship, or uh, Chelsea, Man United in the Premier League. How many times do you see it actually end in a, in, in a definitive result and not a draw? Listen, you can't compare us to Chelsea and Man United, let's be honest. Yeah. I've just gone through the divisions. Yeah, you I know, West Brom, Fulham. Yeah, but everybody's everybody's assuming that, you know, you know, oh, these are two massive clubs. Yeah, we are. We are a massive club. I'd say we are. I'm not saying Sheffield United Wednesday isn't a big club, but you know, at the end of the days, we can only we can, we you know we should if we're serious about look. My biggest issue about about the fan base at the moment is they're they're accepting mediocrity. Now, why are we accepting mediocrity? We are. Wow. Why? Why do you, listen? If I'd have been away, I'd have been happy with a draw, right? I'd have been happy with that result. We're one nil down. We're away from home. Do you know what? Get a result. Away from home, absolutely, right. That that to me is a good result. At home, losing one nil to a really good goal, regardless who should have closed him down or whatever. There's no way the keeper was getting that, right. The end of the day is, and we're sitting there struggling to 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 put the ball in the back of the net, and it took a it took a mistake by the keeper and a bit of quick thinking by uh, some you know by our players to put the ball in the back of the net. You know, and realistically, you know, Mick Mills in that first half, I agree with him. I watched, sat here and nice watched it on the telly, right? And I can tell you now, we were poor in that first half. We had a few flashes, but Christ alive, you know, flashes, you know, the odd flash here and there isn't, isn't, you know, isn't the best thing in the world. It's not going to win us games. It doesn't put points on our, on our table, is it? We should be accepting mediocrity and we shouldn't be accepting results a draw at home. Sheffield Wednesday are probably thinking, Joe, get, in the, bin, Lee, thinking get in the bin, Lee Anderson, the fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Leave, Leave Lee alone. Crunch of grass. <laughs> Leave Lee alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. I, I went fishing on Twitter last night and I caught a few biggins. That was brilliant. That was hilarious. I was laughing my arse off. So anybody got a bit of abuse from me, from me on Twitter last night? Just ignore it. I was only having some banter with you. But no, on a serious note, um, I don't think we should be drawing at home against Sheffield Wednesday. I don't. We think we should be drawing at home. Full stop. You know the reality That's not how is. Football works. No, Martin. On what planet? This does not help football works. Evans head off. Seriously, take Evans head off. We should be winning games at home, or at least making an effort to win games at home. <laughs> yeah, making an effort to win games at home. That first half wasn't good enough. Even me, like, and we only came alive. Only came alive when we we put when we bought um, Piggott on. That's when we really came alive, and that's when we really had a go at Sheffield Wednesday. I saw the whole match on. I saw the whole match. So you can't tell. Them, I don't care if you think I'm seeing something else than what you are. 
the end of the day is it's now one win in what 26 uh what five mm. wins in 26 under cook we go last year okay we know that like bishops have come out and said that they knew they were leaving and all that so they weren't you know they weren't they weren't never going to give 100 percent. me and conscious spoke about that this morning but look for me i you know i you win your home games and you get what you can when you're away okay. right right now we're struggling to win. We ain't got a win this season at home. So are you taking on that? On that, are you taking a draw at Accrington and Stanley on Saturday then? Accrington and Stanley at Accrington yeah. and Stanley. No, no, because Stanley, no, no, Stanley have got a win. That's how football works. Because yeah, well, yeah, isn't that the whole point of it? You score more goals in your position and get more points. So That's you what you're your saying, football. though. Isn't no, Martin, there's no good patronising me. One-one. <laughs> no, one-one. No, I'm not having that. No, right, one-one. <laughs> You, everybody starts with a point at the start of the game, yes? yes. Everybody starts with a point. And if it, if it ends up with a draw at the end of the game, every, each team has that point. The objective is to get that get two points off your opposition and by scoring more goals in your opposition. That's the objective yes. of football. Right now, the yes. end of the day is if we want to win, if we want to get promoted out of this league and, and start taking our, start taking um, the league by like we should buy by the ball, ball uh, by the horns, then we need to start winning games. You know, drawing at home with Sheffield Wednesday, okay. getting a lucky win against Lincoln. That's that's not that's not promotion, mate. That is okay. that is. Why, why, hang on. Why was it a lucky win at Lincoln? Why was it a lucky win at Lincoln? It was a one 0 win. Yeah, we came to the on the road. Sorry. Uh, why was that lucky was that? at Lincoln? Why was it? Yeah. <laughs> well, considering they had most of the possession in the second half, mate. Did they? Yeah, but did Malaki have a save to make, Mike? No, he didn't. No, he didn't I yesterday tried, either. But it was still we was we still got away with a couple. There was a couple of moments where I thought, oh shit. We scored one more goal than they did. A win. a win is a win, and I took it and I was happy about it. All right. Take a moment. 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 Matt, yesterday's stats for you before you come back on and what Mike's been saying. 54% possession Tipchich Town Football Club. We've had 10 shots to their six, five on target to their two on target. You've heard Mike, you've heard the stats, you obviously saw the game yourself. Mm-hmm. Proceed, my I, brother. I don't disagree with what Mike's saying in terms of you want to win home games, but you have to, you know, <laughs> United, Man United lost to Villa yesterday, Mike. You know, it's just the nature of sport. It's the nature of football, isn't it? No 90 minutes is ever the same. Now, if you actually switch, if you take the four points we've got over the two games and switch them round, so we actually got the 1-1 draw at Lincoln and then beat Sheffield Wednesday 1-0 yesterday, you'd probably really be happy, wouldn't you, with those four well, yeah, points? we won a home game. We actually won a home game. You still got the same return off the back of the two doesn't games. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Your home games are the most important thing. That's why teams stay in the Premier League by winning their home games. Fact. I don't disagree. But also, years of statistics, backed years of facts. I do agree with you. Playing a team that came down from the championship, Rich. We're playing a team that came down from the championship. They would still be a championship team if they'd not lost twelve points. Look, I do know what Mike's saying because if you want your promotion form. You do get it in your home games. I do. I do agree with you there. But yesterday, we it's were losing. It's September. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yesterday, what did you just say? So what? It's September. It's September. You, but you were sacking the manager three games ago, so you need to calm down as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. There's difference between sacking a manager because you've been bad on a form than he's complaining that you've not won at home yet. Like we've only had. What September? So it's not even in November yet. If we played fifteen home games, all right, maybe yeah, okay. We, this, this is now getting ridiculous. But but you had a great home run on the Magilton, didn't go up. 
It's about your overall body of work. 46-game season, you now maybe have turned a corner. The fact that I did want the manager sacked and then now sitting here saying this should be a testament to how well I think we played yesterday. But I'm saying well, it, I, it could be very easy for me to say, <laughs> like Mike is, yeah, it was shit. Absolutely, yeah. I can't, I can't no, I never said that, Martin. I just, I never said that. You, so you, that you good, put either. words into my mouth. I never said that he was shit. I said we should be winning our home games. There's a big difference between a shit performance and not winning our home games. Well, you yeah? said mediocre, didn't you? You said that it was it mediocre. It was mediocre. It was mediocre. We should be winning our home games. If we're okay, serious we're about promotion. Game, right? I mean, you can't win every game. And if you're saying no. it's a mediocre performance, we've taken a point from a mediocre performance. So that's good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right, okay. You, could, you could switch it around and say that. But the reality is, we facts, we're talking facts. Right now, we're fourth from I just like in the relegation zone. Yeah, right? And people can sit there and say, oh, you know, well, we're improving. We are fourth from bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the real human in the minute, Sam. That was the real we're fourth from bottom, aren't we? Yeah. And that's the reality of where we are. I you do know, think we're seeing green shoots, though. I think we're seeing the foundations now. To unbe- uh, certainly, I would agree that the early form of the season, Mike, in August was mediocre. I'd certainly agree with you there. But Doncaster's going to be must, must win on Tuesday, isn't it? I agree with that. That Did is a game. Did you say green shoots? Did you say green shoots? Because that's a yeah, code yeah, word for... Mike, my man, Mike, how you doing, Mike? Hello, how you doing, geezer. How you doing, all right? I'm all right. Listen, right? Yeah, cool. After, well, that's some green cheeks on Tuesday. You'll be cool, right? But listen, <laughs> till then, all right? Let me ask you a question. Just a quick couple of answers, right? Yeah. So you're upset at the moment or annoyed at the moment because of the losses, right? And it's not necessarily the manner of the performance in terms of the performance on the pitch. It's the fact we haven't got wins. We ain't got points at home. It's, that's what you're saying. And that, and that translates into our position in the league, right? Yeah. So we're, so last year when we beat Gillingham at home and Bristol and all those and we were top of the league, were you celebrating the league like we'd won? No. Right. So why are you, why are you, why are you thinking that we're now in this position where, okay, it's eight, it's not, is this, this our eighth league game? It'll be ninth because we had Wickham cancelled. So it'll be our ninth and our tenth is against Aki. There's been improvements there. You know how the season goes up and down. For two consistent years in League One, we've run away with it at the beginning. And then we've ended 10th and 11th or 11th and 10th. So, you know, there's, like I said to you earlier, there's 100-odd points up to, up to play for. I'm not saying we're going to get them all. But like Matt and the Glad said yesterday, two points a game, you get, you're there or thereabouts. There has been so much improvement on the pitch. And, you know, do you know, I see, I've started seeing it more as a, a glass half full type of guy, you get it. But yesterday was a game we we would have walked away with a loss. Yesterday was a game normally that we would lose because we had all the chances. When Bond missed that one-on-one in about 15 minutes, it was like, shit, I hope this isn't a sign. And we were talking about the lino earlier. The lino no! was blind. Okay. Uh? But yeah, um, nah, but I'm Sorry, saying... Oh, no, no. But, like, even even the referee decisions were going against us to a point, right? So you thought, shit, is it, is it? And then we're having the chances. You guys just read the stats out there as well. We all saw the game. Mm-hmm. And then we got the point. And, okay, it was from something crafty. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't something we created from the back and had, had a nice build-up play. But sometimes, you know, it's football. You have to get those things. And it reminded me of in our, one of our seasons when Joe Royal was our manager and we ended up losing in the playoffs to um, West Ham. But in that in that season, I think I want to say it was Warsaw we played, and we'd been shit all game. They'd won, they were winning one nil, 
and then we nicked a, minute, a winner, ball through from Miller to, to Darren Bent, and he chips the keeper, right? And that was like a 91st minute or whatever. And Royal talked about that at the point, saying, look, these are the points that you pick up because you're not losing. It builds momentum. Cook's talked about it now, about building momentum. He said before about people are going to come here and play dirty. Reality is Sheffield Wednesday are a good team. We made them look poor yesterday. I thought Elmiz did a great job on Bannon. Defence did really well, right? Weakest part for our defence was Matt Penny, right? Um, but it was, it, we, you know, it, was a, it wasn't... It wasn't a performance where we've where we talked about it on the previous like throughout the season where we said we're missing the bite in midfield or the defence has been lacking. We've got that right. It was one of the ones actually where our attacking flair wasn't right, and that's okay. That's one game against a promotion rival that we've. I look at it as we've taken two points off them. Do you know what I mean? So these are all six pointer games. It's a long game. My point being is it's a long season. It's a game. You just got to. There has definitely been improvements. We will beat Doncaster, we will beat Accrington or, or draw or whatever, but we're going to start going on this kind of, we're not going to lose many more. As I honestly don't feel we'll lose many more. I'm seeing more and more game management now, whereas before in the earlier days, people were panicking and trying to do individual Lee Anderson's coming up. So Where's going, going Cali, it Maybe those sort of points that keeps us up. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> He's on a wind up here. He's on a wind up. This is the point. This is what our fan base is about. No, but everyone, everyone, this is what our fan base is always like to be split. We always like to moan about something. It's Ipswich Town, right? I think it's a Suffolk thing. I'm sorry, but you guys moan about every fucking thing, right? Yeah, I do. Right, yeah. If we're not happy, it's something to moan. No, listen, you, yo, just sometimes you just got to, yo. But and, and I'm seeing that there. It's like, okay, the season's not won in September. We all know that. It's not won in October, November, right? You got to build it up. And as most of us saw the whole season last year anyway through iFollow, right? So it is night and day from last season yeah. and it is night and day from, you know, the last couple of years. And it's that game management. We, we look at proper team now. And I honestly think we're going up and I think we're going, um, Oh, listen, if you want to call me a happy clapper, do that. I'm, I'm happy to do that. Right. I'll, I'll, Callie, I've got a I'll question, I've got a question no, 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 for you. No. Got, hang on. I've got a question for Cali. So Mike was watching the game at home, right? Yesterday. There was no negativity in the stadium, was there? I didn't hear anything yesterday. No, nothing at all. There's a few shit towards the lino and the ref and that, but there was what no was negativity it? behind the team. The one thing I will say, I know you guys talk about the atmosphere. I still think it's a bit flat, right? I, I, I'm not impressed with the atmosphere at Portland Road. Blue Action do a great thing, and there's sections of the North Stand and sections in other stands where they start sinking. But we put more energy in into jeering the referee or something like that then we will sing in behind someone like i don't want it like you know towards if you listen to the highlights as well and like some people have put their videos up on twitter or whatever just before bond nicks that um nicks that goal uh goal from the keeper they're trying to like get a fucking like uh, like jeering the goalkeeper instead of trying to get behind the team and it's that kind of shit that you need to be a 12th man like we, we pick and choose to, to sing at the wrong times and do the wrong things but I don't know. That's just my that's my own thing. I, I'm I'm quite critical of the atmosphere. But I don't know. I, I think we'll be go, I think we're going right. We're going in the right place. That's the point I'm trying to make. Tonight. Like, don't don't panic, bro. Uh, no, I, look, I take on board what you said uh, to to a point. Um, we talk about that. Yes, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday's choice of putting Selena in that number ten role when we had Fraser out on the left. It looked poor. Selena looked. What if I told you? Sorry to interrupt. What if I told you that Selena's not one hundred percent fit and he's in and he's going to do certain. Don't play him. Simple as. 
No, but he still makes play, things happen in the listen, tent you don't play, you for don't 60 minutes. A, you don't run a horse if it's got a if it's got an injured leg, do you? Or he's got a slight knock on his leg. At the end of the day, end of the day Selena should be playing as number 10 if we've got a natural number 10 in Fraser. He, uh, you know, yeah. it doesn't make sense. We talk about in-game management, but... But see, I, just like think, that, I, I get what you're saying, because... Winning or losing the game. I said it before as well. I kind of agree. I kind of agree with John Fraser before, but then Lincoln last week he played on the left, and that was one of his best games he played for us. Uh, he, he looked quality last week, and he was out on the left. And Cook took a very much, and he said himself, "I'm taking very much. I want to take the approach where I want to keep the same team. I've got to change it around." The biggest shock was the Elmis thing, but that worked out a treat. We no, no one's here talking about Elmis had a bad game. It's actually, in fact, I remember when he made that great foul. He took two players out for one. That was brilliant. But you know, yeah, it surprised me because I was like, I was like probably a lot of the fan base. Whoa, the, why is it the thing gone? we lacked yesterday, Mike? The thing that we lacked yesterday, Mike, is the thing we've got abundance of and have proved it, which is creativity and scoring goals. We've mm. been scoring goals. This is a one game that we've had a bit of a struggle against the title contender, right? And we've come out with a point unbeaten, right? It's a positive, mm. man. That yeah, makes me yeah. happy, Clapper, whatever, so be it. But yo, no, 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 no. It's a different we, though. Look, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to still, we've got to keep, still keep it fairly uh, real here. You know, look, we didn't lose the game. Okay, just take the positive on that. We didn't lose the game, but really, we should be winning home games if we are serious about promotion. Okay, so games, if we get FA Cup draw again, home games, home games is where we, where, okay. where we win games. Are you both going to be there Tuesday? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I need to find yeah, out man. if I can move this meeting. Bring him off, brother, because otherwise it's going to be late. Okay. Well, I'll see you both Tuesday, hopefully for three points, and then we'll, we, we can pick it up again after Tuesday in terms of where we think we both are. You both made some really good points. You really, truly have, as always. Um, Great band, boys. Yeah. Mike, you, know, you know I love you, Mike. Mike, yeah. go and play with your Lego. Go and play with your Lego. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Lego. <laughs> Look after yourself, boys. Look after yourselves. Um, thank you very much, Callie and Mike. Uh, we've got a few comments. Matt Stano didn't take that chance yesterday, and the one I thought Bond was score, he waited a half a second, let the defender get back. Uh, Gary Denny, at least we created a clear chance, but the finishing let us down yesterday, a couple, a couple more had gone in, we'll be singing the team's praises, and Rabbit Man, skip intro, I'm not a better man, that's a mugs game, I love Ipswich, but have to wake up and smell the coffee. Right, we're going to just park that and come back to it again very shortly, because uh, there's still Eldrizel Mazzani to speak about, there's still the back four to speak about, Um uh, so let's just go quickly on to let's go to our goats as a, as a little bit of a a, a, a palate cleanser if you like. <laughs> what is our goats this week, gentlemen? I can see people waiting. I will try and get you on uh, as we go back to the town talk uh, if I can. If I can't, of course, there is tomorrow night's Monday night show, which promises to be a Bumper edition. What's our goats this week? Uh, Rich, you can go first. Right, so I don't know if everyone remembers a while back on here. Um, Matt, Matt remembers. So Ollie Robinson, historic tweets, you know, the cricketer. And he got a, I think he got a, a, a game ban. I think he got three games suspended. So this week, so, you are, so I listened to the Hard Truth podcast with um, Darren McCann. he's been on this for a while. So Johnson Clark Harris, um, He's got a four-game ban um, for a historic tweet when he was 18, which was nine years ago. And actually, he was a Peterborough United player then. So this has come to light. They've actually appealed it, and they found out 3 p.m. on Friday they could play him on um, Friday night's game at Coventry. 
Oh, um, really? Yeah, he played. So they're not sure when the appeal is going to be. Um, so he's got to have a face-to-face education program. I've not got a problem with stuff like that, you know. Fair enough. No. But where does it stop? Where's the line drawn, you know, trawling back through people's social media? I'm not saying what he said is right. What did he say? Do we know what he said? He was on about people's sexual orientation and stuff like that. Yeah. And But nine years ago. He was right? 18. So where do you draw the line? Hmm. I just think you're going down a very dangerous path with this. Because yeah, everybody's, yeah, yeah. everybody's surely got something that they've tweeted or said or a long time ago that they probably look back now and think, yeah, probably shouldn't have said that. But come on. How, how old is he? How old is he? How old He's is 27 he? now. So this was nine years ago. So he is of the generation where it was all brand new. And this is not really a defense mm-hmm. or an excuse, but it was all brand new. You'd never had it before. You didn't really know how to use it. Didn't know the ramifications of it. Whereas I think today's kid, you know, like, like the young guys on the show yesterday, obviously, um, I don't know how old he is, but he's a young gentleman, uh, obviously going to either secondary school or primary school, whatever. But he's growing up with it. He can see the ramifications of what he says and how he says it and in future years. Whereas perhaps when Clark Harris did these tweets or whatever it was on Bebo or wherever it was, you didn't understand what you what the ramifications were long term because it was all brand new technology. Uh, so it's one of those, you know, he just needs guidance, education, things like that. That's what I would say. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I totally agree. And I would say it's only in recent years, probably the last six years, that the FA have actually been treating social media as something that you could find players yeah. for or suspend players over. So, I mean, yeah, you're exactly right, Mike, because, you know, that platform has grown over the last few years. I mean, and, and to go back on, on when he was a teenager, I mean, bloody hell, we're all different from now to where we were when we was all 18 years old. It's just nonsense for me, if I really. I don't, yeah, the, a line's got to be drawn somewhere. But you see, yeah. we, we see all this nonsense on Twitter all the time, don't we? Look what we had this week, mine. You was asked to declare your taxes <laughs> <laughs> by somebody, somebody uh, on Twitter. I mean, it's just people just using platforms in the wrong way, isn't it? But, oh. um, yeah, well, somebody this morning, ref, don't call referee a dick. How would you like it if you get abuse every day? I said, I do get abuse every single day. For doing a hobby, I get abuse every single day. Well, like, you, couldn't even, uh, you couldn't even get that young lad who's coming in to help with uh, social media, talking down social media, so he's got something on his CV as a young journalist without people commenting on it negatively. Oh, at five past eight on a Saturday morning, don't forget. You know, yeah. threads being created on certain forums. Five past eight. Tell you what, five past eight on a Saturday morning, I'm doing one of three things. It involves S. It's shit, shower, or a shampoo. Like, I ain't talking about <laughs> someone else. You know, I'm not, not getting an aubergine yeah. over somebody else. Do you know what I mean? So I know. People just use I mean, social media is still a funny one. People are using it in the wrong way. I, I, I get with Rich what's what you're saying. I don't get why any individual would go back on historical tweets to try and put someone in the shit for whatever reason. No, if it's, no, a, if it's a, yeah, if it's historical, I think it's training. Forget game time; it's just training. It's, it's it, and unless it's something really, but I mean, I don't know. Sexual orientation is it's a tricky area, isn't it? and you do need to have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he hasn't posted anything similar in that decade that's gone past. And if they do go to every club pre-season, <laughs> if they do go to every club pre-season and. Tell them, you know, how you should be using social media. Like, Absolutely. You know. Curtis Yates, to be fair. It's only right the Gov declares his taxes. That McLaren doesn't come cheap on his driveway. No. The Ferrari, the McLaren, the no John No one knows where he lives. No one knows where he lives. So how are we going to know there's a McLaren on the driveway? You can I have five of them for all we know. 
Uh, on the on the cricket one, Rich, people seem to have seen sense now with Bolly Robinson, don't they? Because he's back in the he was back in the fold for those India Test matches, wasn't he? Yeah, but then they when they were digging after that, it was that that was a funny one, Matt, because obviously who's not done their due diligence anyway on him because he's got selected for his country. Surely someone knew about that before. Are they sitting on that? Are they sitting on something that and waiting until he's been called in? Who knows? People to light now, has it? People are weird on social. We've seen it this week. People are weird. Yeah. It's, it's normally when they're, they're they're feeling really bad about themselves. Like we, you know, we're yeah. not in some case. You you if you look a bit into their timeline, you can see certain things that they may perhaps tweet or message about, and you can say, yeah. okay, that's why you're feeling like shit. Um, that's why you're then taking your frustrations out on somebody else. It doesn't make it right, not at all. The difference is between me and some people. I don't give it back. I do not give it back. I'm not going to say well, who. But I do not give it's it back. It's quite surprised people listening and watching. But the more we get more flack of Ipswich fans as talking town than we do Norwich City ones. Only, only five fans. Only five. Well, we count the five on the one hand. We had a little bit in the week when Matt posted up the video, didn't we? Yeah, it was all good. But yeah, I mean, a bit, some of them lost their sense of humour a little bit. And some point it was funny. But yeah. um, I don't know. I, you know, at the end of the day, with social media, I remember I think what Mike Tyson said. You know, people are getting away with saying stuff on social media, which would, if you said it in face to face, you'd get a punch in the mouth. You well, we've been at every absolutely. single home game. Nobody has come anywhere near us. You know, no bears, no, no rats, no nothing have come anywhere near us. But I'm there. I'm visible. I've got a camera. I've got a tripod. I've got a stick. Like I think, yeah, I think it helps a lot big Dave standing with us as well. Stuart Darnell, the boxer. Did we know that he breached tarantulas? That was a... Just, yeah. You know, he said to Archie yesterday, he said, they're just like hamsters, he said, but they've got eight legs. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. As someone what, what's your goat then, Matthew? Well, my goat is... Uh, what has been floating around for a while, actually? It's... So Guardiola's Manchester City, young Manchester City team with a smattering of Foden, De Bruyne and Sterling absolutely gave Wickham Wanderers a good shoeing, 6-1, with their youth team. But um, it was his comments after the game where he said, you know, it's really frustrating for me as a manager, a top-flight manager, playing in the Champions League, Premier League against good sides. I can't really blood these youngsters anywhere else. Therefore, I feel like my young teams, my reserve team, should be able to play in the Football League as an under-23 team. And it just makes my blood boil that, right? Because I know that's a big thing, right, in Europe. So Bayern Munich 2 play in the third tier of the Bundesliga, okay? Real Sociedad B got promoted to the second tier of the Spanish football. Would you believe that reserve team of Real Sociedad is now in a higher tier of football than Deportivo La Coruña? And you'll remember them probably back, going back oh, a decade. Yeah. Deco. When they, yeah, exactly. And they got to a Champions League semi. And then they, they're like us. They've plummeted down. And now B team is higher than them. But it just makes my blood boil because that's a big thing in their culture. Right? I get that. But English football, you know, the heritage of EFL is not to support the top six, seven Premier League teams so their youngsters can get match experience. We've got a whole competition going on with teams that have been around since the 1800s. We don't want your B teams clogging up our divisions. Thank you very much. Does does Pep remember, though, that not that long long, long ago, Man City were in the third tier? Pep doesn't know that about Man City. And they float these, they float these ideas, Rich, and then they'll go. Pep will probably end up back at Barcelona very soon, I should imagine. And it will be, and then you know, and then whatever they've they've put in as a pathway will be actioned by the Premier League or whoever it might be, and we're stuck with it. Mm. And it's I bet, yeah, me. But I bet you any money you like. Before, by the time we're Colin's age, 
there'll be a B team in the football league because they, look, look how look how we've look how we we reacted as fans, not not as fans, but as football clubs and and competition to the big six trying to force their way out. That's all been brushed under the carpet. Have a have a few more parachute payments or whatever. Uh, we're sorry, we won't do it again. Same will happen here. Look how they got their their B teams into the um, St Johnston's Paint Trophy. Well, that's exactly why he was. I mean, I mean, when Greg Dyke was FA chairman, he was really pushing that because he said young English players aren't getting enough opportunity. Young English players, by the way, Pep's talking about foreign players in that twenty phrase. But yeah, it, for the for the for the EFL Trophy, it was the the giving youngsters a chance, English youngsters a chance, and that's why you see those under twenty one teams in the in the EFL Trophy. It's to me, it kind of devalues that competition a little bit, but. I've got no idea why anybody from League Two, League One below, wants to do that competition when you've got smaller <laughs> squads to historically forty-six game seasons, Carabao Cup, FA Cup. Why do you want four more games? I know minimum? it makes no sense, does it? It makes On... no sense. Because then you no go back to No one goes to it. It goes back to Pep going to Barcelona, and then we go back to the Super League. And I was reading an article in the week. Mm. They're just an absolute shit show, Barcelona. So you know why. They wanted that they because they can't afford now. They can't afford well, to send Goodman. They're in so much yeah. trouble. Yeah. Real Madrid and Barcelona it's over a billion euros of combined debt. When you see why they wanted to, to follow the money chain, but it's just this like you know this is the yeah. issue. I like having Guardiola in the Premier League. I think he's a great guy. And I love him at Barcelona. He was really good at Bayern Munich as well. But they you know that's not the culture that they're suggesting is not our culture. The EFL stands alone as for you know as three divisions. And we've got our own competitions. The teams have got their own culture and heritage, their own rivalries. They don't want to be sitting badly Liverpool under 23s against Cheltenham for crying out loud. They don't want that. No one wants that. No, Adrak. I think Adrak's got a right point here. These clubs should not be buying up all the young talent. and then Well, exactly. They're holding. Them. They're holding. We saw it. They did it with Ipswich with Ben Knight. Uh, ben Knight, Man City. The Brown lad went to... Um, Chelsea. 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 You know, yeah. you see it all the time, and yeah, I mean, and they turn heads with, you know, they turn heads with, with those moves because they come in and get Ben Knight. They put these entire his him and his siblings through private school. We probably get them a house. You know, it's a different world, isn't it? The whole world. It just seems like Guardiola wants his cake and eat it. You know, the, the top, everything is designed for the top six, and now so we can give our youngsters from all across the world some experience. We'd like them to be in the football league. No, piss off. Well, look at this category one crap. Look at this whole category. That, yeah. that, that was designed to, 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 again, safeguard the top teams uh, so they can get the better talent and all of that yeah, sort of elite stuff. Elite player performance plan. It used to be that you could, only, you could only join a team that was within about 45 minutes commute of your house, which, of course, would have meant Ben Knight couldn't have gone to Manchester City, but they changed it up. They changed Absolutely. It up. We've got Fisherman, Money, Matt, all about the money. My goat is a little bit... I'm going to go with Matt Stanard's goat because uh, I ordered a town shirt for our competition winner. And it still hasn't arrived. It was, they said it was September. In... They said September, it's... didn't they? Yeah, ordering out for September. I didn't well, think it'd be September now, you know? the 26th before I get an email saying it could be shipped. It's like, come on, <laughs> yeah. this poor chap, it makes me look bad. Because this poor chap, I'm telling him, right, I've ordered it. It says ordering out for September. So it mm. should be here first week of September. Yeah. Where the fuck is it? Can, um... you, go in, can you go into the store and just buy a shirt off the... Off the... No. Not got them in yet. They're waiting for you, can in, you can get in the shop yesterday, couldn't they? Shut the door on their biggest customer. You locked me out. I'm going to have to go in there on Tuesday. Some people come out after the show. We've got Johnny Duncan. They were charging £148 for seven Ronaldinho shirts. <laughs> you all bet they got there. Right. Oh, well, there you go. Right. Johnny's hat yesterday. He had a Stone Roses hat on. I was loving that. 
I love Johnny Dunn. He's a legend. Yeah. One of the first ones to be along for the journey. Uh, mm. I got a round of applause when I finished the show yesterday. You did. There was polite ripples, wasn't there? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I said to the wife, this morning, I didn't know what to do. Oh, ben yeah. Moore had a good. He had a good day in the, the Premier League fantasy team um, yesterday. He got sixty-one points. I think he's now on about minus two hundred and forty. I can't work out where he's on all their minuses. I can't work out. Ben Fantasy King Moore. Um, right, back to the town game. El Idris El Muzani. Uh, Musani. Muzuni. I can't pronounce John Smith. So this name is ridiculous. Muzuni. Muzuni, isn't it? Muzuni. Idris. El Miz. How do we think he played? Because there was a few eyebrows raised when he was selected. So what do we make of Obviously, Rich was speechless when he saw this team news coming. We, we were driving in, we were driving in, and Archie was like, "Oh, the team news coming out!" And then he's, I, I could not believe it when his name was in there. Mm. But saying that, I thought he had a bit of a slow start getting in the game. Then he first 10, 15. After that, I thought he, I thought he was excellent. You know, to so come in a game like that, a big atmosphere. He's playing against Barry Bannon. You know, he's a, he's an international footballer. I thought he had a really good game. I thought he got his foot in. It's like Callie said when he was on. He had that one where he took two players out, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah I, well I thought going forward. And... Do you think it was a... Uh... Strange, isn't it? Do you now, because he's not going to play Tuesday. I'd, I'd be very but... surprised if he's in the tu- in Tuesdays. Well, that's what I was going to say, Rich. Do you think it was a stopgap selection? So we fit, we, you know, everyone's probably wasn't 100% fit. You don't want to put someone in there that might keep Morsey out of the side and keep him on the bench for Tuesday. Do you think he was just dropped in there in order because Morsey wasn't available and, it, and then Morsey comes back Tuesday and will well, be captain? Well, I did say to mine in the pre-game show, it smacked then of a Liam Gibbs selection when he played against Charlton that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he yeah. played but much better. Than he, t- I thought he took his chance with both hands and now he says to the manager, right, I've played well. You can trust me if you need me again. But it is like, where is he going to fit in? Because he's going to have Morsey yeah. will probably play in with Carroll. <laughs> And he's a 10, really. You've got Harper. Um, He's a 10, really, isn't he, Liz? It suited him. We said before the game it might suit him. There was not going to be much physicality in the middle there with Bannon, I didn't think. We thought they'd put in a lot of crosses. So the the attacking threat and most attacking play would be down the flank. So maybe it suited just to put him in there. But he done done well. He done well. I was really pleased for him. I think think what a lot of people... Hi, Siri. I think what a lot of people said... Um, when we when we were signing players in the summer, Carol Harper, et cetera, et cetera, about where will these young players sort of get a chance? I think yesterday kind of it backed those people's points up because yeah. Idris played really well, and I would have no hesitations about playing him again uh, and giving him a, a, you know, an extended run in the team. But as you've both expertly highlighted, you've got Morsi, then you've got Carol, who's come into the team and played fairly well, then you've got Harper. Evans, that's four senior players ahead of him. You're not getting the pathway for the younger players, which is what some people in the summer were worried about. And he's ready, I think, for League One, possibly League top of the League Two, extended action. And we need mm. to get him out on loan in the January window ASAP because he needs to be playing week in, week out, developing because we've got a player there, I think. He was really good. He grew into the game. And the mm. more the game went on and the more touches he had and the more confidence he got, the better he believed in yeah. himself. Because at the start, 15, 20 minutes, you could see he was a young lad, not quite sure himself mm. what he was doing mm. out here. Um, well, get, him down, get him down cultures to them with everyone else. Well, <laughs> get him somewhere. But yeah, 
this is a player that should be off the bench every for he's, me. He's shown he's willingness ready. to go. He's shown willingness to go on loan, hasn't he? He's been Cambridge, he's been Grimsby. He hasn't. He's not one of these players who just sat back and thought I'll no. stay within the comfort zone of the training. But where is where is the pathway? Where is the pathway for him now at Town? Because if we if we do what we hope and get out of this league this season and we go into the Championship, you're probably gonna. There'll be a few signings coming in, and I think they just get lost in the shuffle, don't they? These youngsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Look at that. Look, twenty pound for a fucking haircut. I think wait, it stays still. Look, look at that. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. That's my receipt. Yeah, that's that's annoying me now. I can see that. Yeah, He's annoying me. I just seen it. I was like, oh god, that's like uh, officers <laughs> doing. Tom Carroll, Martin, yesterday. <laughs> um, if we're rating our midfielders. Morsi's number one. I haven't seen him yet, but from what we've heard and what we know about him, mm. um, and then it, and then it goes Evans, Harper, Ms. Elmiz, and Carroll. All the same. I think Carroll is, he's he's mayor. He's mayor. He's, 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 he's okay. Yeah, he's got. It feels like he's just below the the bar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a weird one, that isn't it? Because you've got to think Morsi and Evans is going to be the two. I would have thought because they've got yes. partners already, haven't they? Yes, yes. I did when we were go down. I think maybe sixty minutes, and I looked at Cook, and I was saying I was willing him, literally trying to wall the universe into him making a change. Yeah, I was doing when that. that when that wasn't going to happen. I turned and I said, "Right, Carol, you're a Premier League player, or used to be. Mm. You've got to make something happen in this game because it's he's not working." Tidy, so isn't he? He's, he's a tidy player. I'd say technical, it's technical, yeah, and he's tidy. technical. He gets to play moving. He's one of them mm. ones you probably like at Lincoln last Saturday. He didn't really stand out. He'd done his job and he probably he's a six out of ten. Martin likes those players. You like you like consistent six out of tens, don't you? I am a little bit like Mick McCarthy in that respect. Yeah, yeah they, they they do allow your Salinas to have their dips and and, yeah. and, and peaks because they're the Mr. Steady Eddie's the Interesting Patrick, question right? for both of you. I was speaking to Hops this morning. When you just brought Mick's name up, would Mick get more out of this squad than Cook is at the minute? Would he fuck? No. No. No, Mick McCarthy would have had Selena on the bench yesterday. He would have had Fraser. We would have gone with a four-five-one. Wednesday are much better than what they've recently shown. A point's a great is a great result from, from, lost, from the get-go. Mick lost five-one yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, like, did he? He's under pressure there. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, good. I think he might have made this a little bit more difficult to beat in those early August games, potentially. But I mean, look, you, mm. within, within within what a couple of weeks, you've got we've gone from. You know, conceding five against Bolton to actually looking like a good defensive unit yesterday mm-hmm. thought, with the two centre-halves, Edmondson and Burgess, because they looked like they were two strangers in that Bolton game. And now you're seeing the fruits of them playing together, which is why we said they should have played in that West Ham game, just to, to keep building that momentum of, of a partnership. But it's coming good. And, you know, hopefully we, it, it will progress on Tuesday against Doncaster. It's, well, hopefully so. I've got two people waiting. I'm not going to get a chance to put both on. Um... One's the cruncher in training, and one is the goat. This is a real tough situation. Um, Will. Is his name Will, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who do I put on? This is like... <laughs> Will. Put Will on. You can have Colin tomorrow. Any there you go, Colin. You Colin would say, give the young lad a go. I know Colin, he'd say, give the young lad a go. All right, here he is. Cruncher in training, Will. Will, welcome in. How are you? Hi. How are you doing? I'm, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Yeah, good, right, thanks. I've got to have a word with you. Are you saying Holy is better than Halakin? After yesterday, I think I might take that statement back. What do you like about Holy then? What did you see in Holy that you've not seen in Halakin up to yesterday? Well, I just, 
I just thought Halak he hadn't been the best in his best recently before that okay. game, but now that I've actually seen him play well, I think yeah. he might be better than Holy now. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Halak he hasn't been that great, has he? It's only since he come no. since Walton got injured and come back that we started seeing him actually putting some performances together. So you're probably right. Yeah. What do you reckon we'll yeah. moving forward? Halaki or Walton? Halaki. Oh, yesterday it was a lucky get out of the football club. Will, Will, you're not you're not a cruncher in training because you can change your mind. Cruncher doubles down on bad opinions, so you're doing you're doing much better than he normally does. <laughs> I feel like Walton needs another go though because we've only you know first impressions. We've seen him picking the ball out of the net five times, so I feel like he needs to get that from off his back as well. You know what I mean? It's a hard one now. I think that's a really hard one for Cook because he probably, he's obviously brought Walton in because he trusts him because he had him with him at Wigan, but now he's got injured. Alaki's had two good games. Hopefully, he'll play again on Tuesday. Has another good game, and yeah, it's a tough one. Will, are you in the um, fantasy football league that we're running? I don't think so. Ah, well, you don't worry. You'll still be better. Don't worry, Will. If you enter now, <laughs> you'll still have more points than Ben Moore. So get in it. <laughs> You won't finish bottom. <laughs> no, you certainly won't. No, I, don't, I think Ben's got that all sewn up. I'll get a little wooden spoon, put on my list of things to do this week. Little you going, you going Tuesday, Will? You're going to be at the game Tuesday? Don't think so. I've got school. Oh, okay. All right. You can oh, stream it. You can still stream it for a ten. I get your mum and dad to give you a ten. You can stream it midweek. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you think we'll do Tuesday as we round up today's show? I reckon we've got to win this. We'll probably go 2-0. Two 2-0. Nice. Nice. Mm. I like it. And who had man the match for you yesterday? I, I, I didn't put Macaulay Bond. The, 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 the group of us, as a majority vote, put Macaulay Bond. I did. Most, mostly Matt Phillips. Did you vote? Um, yeah. I, yeah. You didn't ask me. Genius thing. Wasn't even involved. What was it? You, Ben, and, you, ben no. and Matt? Was that it? No, oh, I sent the text on WhatsApp to all the contributors. I sent it to didn't you. Get you didn't get one. Left me out. You were no, too no. busy. You were too busy knocking on the window of Planet Blue going, let me in. I do 10 grand a year in here. Well, Michael, Michael Finch says, I could always uh, go to the dark side with Alex Griffin, couldn't I really? <laughs> that was good. That's a good That's a good one to watch back. Griff's uh, match day experience blog yesterday. That was good. I enjoyed that, that one. That was quite good. Yeah. yeah. But who was your man of the match yesterday, uh, Will? Um, I probably think Haladki or Chaplin. Because Chaplin, Chaplin did well for the 10 minutes he was on. Right. And Haladki right. was right. good at... Well, he just looked a bit better than he has in most of the other games. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Nice. Will, Will, pleasure talking to you again. Look after yourself. Have a great yeah, Sunday. Right. All the best. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Thank you, mate. I'm desperately scrolling back through my WhatsApp messages to try and see where I sent it to you. I'm sure <laughs> I did. If not, I sent it to everybody else, Vicky. It's nice uh, It's nice to see young supporters getting behind Hadke, isn't it? Because he come with a fanfare and then he's gone right down our estimations. He's, you know, Callie. Um, ben Moore did the player ratings. I think Ben Moore should do it every week because he gets the most amount of nibbles. Because people have been nibbling that for, for, for hours about yeah, how he's going. What did you give Penny Ben for, wasn't it? I, was <laughs> four, yeah. I agree with him, but we'll pick that up on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Uh, Kev, afternoon, lads. Hope you're all well. Great show. Very enjoyable. Thank you very much, Kev. Uh, it's a real pleasure it. to do a show for you on a Sunday afternoon. We think we'll we have to leave the, the crunching tackle and the media moguls. It's an yeah. hour 20 already. I Make know, we'll do it. Come on. Uh, mine's, only, mine's only a short one. Mine's only a short well, one. I have, I have heard that about you. I have it heard is that. A short, <laughs> a short one. I've heard that about you. Well, you got, right. So Matt got talking about Pep. 
Right, Pep, top manager. Right, so what, what do these three managers have in common? Jurgen Klopp, Pep Guardiola, Thomas Tuchel. None of managed this town. No. All top coaches have won the Champions League. And then, yesterday, Man United lose at home to Villa. And, and I, I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he's been there since 2018. If he was not a Man United legend, would he still be managing the club? Uh, no, but I think with Cristiano Ronaldo being there, I think he won't be managing the football club come December. You reckon? Well, expectations now are here, and his performance is consistently here. They are second, though, aren't they, in the table? Are they second or third? I don't know. They ain't doing too bad. But he's been there since 2018, Matt, and he's got zero trophies. Yeah. Transition, now, is, dif- transition is difficult after him, Fergie years. I, no I, one's lasted that long, have they? At Old Trafford. Well, I do get that. <laughs> Minus ratings. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think Solskjaer's up for the job. When when he comes to it, he got Moulder, didn't he? Then he went to Cardiff. You know, it's just he's a really nice guy. I like Ollie how he comes across. I just don't think for a club the size of Man United. But then you could flip it and say, what about Jose Mourinho? They had um, Louis Van Gaal. They didn't really Hmm. work. But look who replaced. Look who replaced Fergie. David Moyes. Now he would never have gone to Real Madrid or Juventus or uh, Barcelona, would he? He was on a loser to start with Moisey when he came in, wasn't he? Because whoever's following in Fergie's footsteps, you think yeah. you've got no chance. But I, I, just think, I, was, I just think they need someone with a with a better CV than him. Man United won't. Will they win anything this season? Probably. They've already gone out the Carabao Cup. That's, that's thing. I'm thinking with Pep, that he's a serial winner because you mm. look how many Carabao Cups he's won. And I know you people say it's only the League Cup. Solskjaer needs a trophy at this time, and they've got knocked out to West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and now they're all their eggs lost to young boys. Yeah, yeah. In the um, what's the stadium called? <laughs> <laughs> Lunchtime show. There, it's come on. <laughs> but it's like now all his eggs, his, his eggs are in. Well, you've got the FA Cup, but Man United are not going to win the league title, are they? But they need to be because you got you got uh, Jaden exactly. Sancho and you know. 80 odd million. He's another one who's not in the ground running, has he? Sancho since he signed. So he's under the same sort of pressure as Paul Cook is in the sense of you've built this squad full of good players. Are you getting the most out of it or could somebody else? What I want to ask you very quickly, and and, and the chat really is have we have you in your in your lifetime ever seen a manager do such a um reclamation project on his own reputation and Outlook as David Moyes has any manager in your lifetime ever done a David Moyes and taken over a football club? Everyone wants him out, dead man walking, not playing well, and then built something just like overnight to the point where now he's sort of untouchable at West Ham. Yeah, yeah, West Ham, yeah, West Ham fans did not want him, did they? No, they were playing terrible football, yeah, and then suddenly. Look at yeah. them now, night and day. It wasn't that because, was it because they, they wanted them, they wanted Gold, Sullivan and Brady out. That seems to have all gone quiet. They obviously yeah. moved to the Olympic Stadium. That was another real thing that they didn't want. Soulless it's weird, yeah. isn't it? When your football team's doing well and winning games, that all sort of disappears into the background. Yeah. But have you ever seen that with a manager where, where he's, you know, fouled at a big club, fouled at another club, fouled at the club, then been sacked, then come back? Yeah. And then suddenly, now look at it. I mean, I've, I've never seen that in my 31 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very unusual, isn't it? You know, he's done a marvellous job there. The fickle, really. the fickle game of football. I mean, look at look at Farkas pulling and getting the elbow in Norwich now, isn't he? He couldn't do no wrong last season. 
now they're pointless. not very, now they're now they're pointless still. Get him gone. That's don't, pointless. Don't think when it comes to Farker, he, he's too loyal to his players, Matt. Because like I think you said in the chat in the week, you got Grant Hanley there, good championship <laughs> player. You got Pookie there, good championship player. They're nowhere near Premier League. But if I'm a Norwich fan, I'm frustrated because I look at teams like Brighton. You know, look what they're building there. Burnley, I know they're struggling this year. Even Brentford, look what Brentford are doing. They've come up and they're setting the division alight. And Norwich yeah. is just going out with a whimper. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of Norwich fans can't understand what, what their plan is because obviously they've been promoted, sold Emmy Buendia. What, they don't understand what the point of this whole going down, being stronger, coming back is all about if you're going to keep selling your best players. Yeah. Because yeah. Emmy Buendia should be playing in a Norwich shirt and, and they'd be a much better team with him. Um, but, but, but they sold it. And if you flip it, when Fulham came up, when did a Fulham spend 100 million, Matt? Was that, it wasn't under Parker. It, who was the manager before him? Hey, um, you're Serbian guy. He spent 100 yeah. million and look what happened to them. Well, old um, Smith at Villa spent a lot of money and they, they they didn't hit the ground running to start off with and then they yeah. clicked about, uh, around Christmas, they Christmas time and now look at them. Then you got you relegated, didn't they? Yeah. Everyone was talking about how how it been money misspent and it was wasted and they were a poor side. And, and then they've done all the Grealish money, Villa. If you look what they're doing, mm. yeah. you know they've spent that wisely. I know one one player. He was a really good player, Jack Grealish for Villa, obviously. But probably selling him has improved them as a as a club now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, as a unit. Yeah, absolutely. But that's yeah. about sticking to a plan, isn't it? They 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 could have been knee jerk and sacked their manager when it wasn't going well after spending mm. a lot of money, but they mm. didn't. They stuck with it. And, the, and they've been rewarded. doesn't always work, but maybe something there for Cookie to take away and, and the yeah. owners and the fans there to take away. Two instances we've highlighted there. Ben Moore, but they don't done it smart. Philip Fulham didn't. Right, we are going to leave Matt's um, Media Mogul Tour next week. We'll yeah, roll it over the, again. It's like the lottery. Yeah, no, wait, I'll tell you what, it's well worth it if we get there maybe next week, maybe the week after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good, less yeah. demanding than Crunchy, you see. He's, he's a bit more chill about it. He'll go and complain <laughs> to his missus. But demanding? What's his name? Is it Samuel? Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Samuel. Come on. And Matt. <laughs> yeah. I've already followed you. I've had no follow back. I'm a little bit disappointed in you already. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a bad first impression, Samuel. Come on. Oh, <laughs> Poor Sam. Leave him alone. <laughs> he's, he's hopefully going to, you know, take this hobby of mine and <laughs> make it into... Martin's hobby. Return. Yeah, this hobby. Yeah. It needs a tax return. Only... Only some of the Ipswich Town Trolls. Right. Uh, I know. I know. We are back tomorrow evening, 8.30, with Monday night's Talking Town Extra Time. The date tomorrow is the 27th. Joining me will be Vicky and TJ. So that's going to be an interesting little show because Vicky, um, a bit like Ben, Multray Man, you know, season was over for for Ben a couple of weeks ago. Well, that's mm. back on now. Uh, mm. Looking forward to seeing TJ won Best Dressed Fan last Saturday at Lincoln. Did he? Yeah, he was looking smart. I said, why are you wearing a lovely shirt and a pair of trousers? I'm going out in Nottingham afterwards. Who nice. voted him? Who voted him best dressed? Yeah, which is new, which is new award. All right, mate. Um, yes, yeah, so TJ and Vicky. You'll never, and win. You'll never win that. You'll never win best best dress, dressed. Uh, no, no. Oh, I don't want to. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and you're packing what I'm packing, son. You don't need to be what, 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 what you're wearing. It's um, everybody. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and the goat will join us, and there'll be a live link for you to have your. The say goat will be. Do you have any dressing gear? Before we go, yesterday I met Ian. So <laughs> I met Ian. Did you meet Ian yesterday, Matt? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, and Andy. And yeah. Said, so Colin was there with Ian and Andrew, his other son. And I said, 
How, beca- how come Ian talks really posh and you two don't? What was the answer? <laughs> He's got a high-flying job. I don't know if he... Maybe he doesn't really talk like that and it's a fake accent. I don't know. Really. I really... I really do like Ian because he, he what he said to you the other day. I've never heard that comment before. And what I just was it? Have you had a fall? <laughs> Have you had a fall? <laughs> so I just thought that it was, was hilarious. I just thought, oh, that's not a bad comment. <laughs> I've never seen like that, that as an insult. Have you had a fall? <laughs> I just thought it was brilliant. But um, as I said to you, I blame the parents, really. We'll see you tomorrow at 8.30. We're on a journey Looking back on the things that we've taken for granted But feels like we're learning to be better